Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Representative Liz Cheney is going to be out of her leadership slot today. We've got the latest developments. Number two, the fight over security funding has stalled. And number three, the big four are headed to the White House for the first time. What each leader is facing. All right, Jake, let's get into the mix. This morning, Liz Cheney's uh, leadership time in the House Republican Conference is going to come to a swift end. Uh, we have been reporting on this for the last several weeks, the twists, the turns. It all appears that Elise Stefanik has it all but sewed up to take over for her. But the drama continues for House Republicans. Yeah, so... Um, you know, we you might think that this is kind of like a, a small deal that that Cheney, who's you know has a, a, a mid level leadership position, or the number three, it's not really even mid level; it's high level leadership position. Um, in the minority, is not a big deal. Like that, you think that you might think this is just inside baseball, but it's not. I mean, this is this is. Someone said to me yesterday, you know, the Civil War is over and the, the Cheney wing has lost, and this is kind of the one of the fallouts from that. And I think I think that's that that is absolutely true. Um, so she'll be kicked out today, and uh, she, you know, we did a bunch of reporting the last couple days here about what life is going to look like for her, and she's going to keep at this. I mean, she this is not going to going to change her view. She's going to uh, uh, she's going to be ragging on Trump. I mean, she really thinks that Kevin McCarthy is leading the party down the wrong path, is coddling Trump, and and missed an opportunity. She thinks McCarthy missed an opportunity to bring the party to the right place. You know, this is a little bit dangerous for the Republican leadership for a few reasons. It's better to have somebody criticizing you from within the leadership rather than outside the leadership. Why? Because you could control somebody that's in your midst. Now, Republicans are going to have literally zero control over Cheney. Yeah, I think it's uh, to your point, it is really kind of that meta, the future of the Republican Party. You have Liz Cheney, who clearly has a soapbox, and she's not going to get off it when it comes to January 6th, where it comes to the future of the Republican Party, when it comes to Donald Trump, and where she sees, uh, you know, how he's he's not good for the Republican Party that she wants to be the future of it. And I think when you look at that, it's going to be hard for Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans to turn the page on this. The whole reason this is coming to a head is because Cheney wouldn't stop talking about January 6th and Donald Trump's role in it. And she's not going to stop, to your point, anytime soon. I think the other person to obviously watch here, Elise Stefanik, the Republican from New York, who's currently running unopposed. We don't see any change in that. But there is a bit of unrest in the Republican conference. I think there's certainly we're starting to hear grumbling over the past couple of days. Members of the Freedom Caucus in particular, uh, Mike Johnson, the Republican from Louisiana, who feel like leadership is moving too fast to just put Stefanik in uh, the place of Cheney and not really taking time to assess maybe who would be the best person for that. You know, this is a lot of grumbling. Once the vote happens, the Freedom Caucus clearly doesn't have the votes. You even have Jim Jordan, the Ohio Republican and probably most high profile Republican leader of the Freedom Caucus supporting Stefanik. But still, I think it kind of shows this kind of continuing issue that McCarthy is going to have to deal with. You know, one more thing, Anna, the Republicans 
um, there are Republicans who agree, frankly, with a lot of what Cheney is saying. They think that, you know, Trump is dangerous and and they, they might not be saying it because it doesn't serve their short term political interest in that um, they could get a Trump in a Trump backed primary if they talk out against Trump um, or their long term political interest. They they can't they believe they can't win back the house if if Trump is not on their side and Trump is not supportive of them. We don't know that. This is the first general election, um, national election since the um since Trump has been out of office. We have we don't have a tested proposition here. Um but anyway, uh that kind of explains where Republicans are. All right, let's go with the number two story of the day. We have been following the twists and turns of this $2.1 billion security supplemental package that uh, Democrats have been working toward, started out in the House, the negotiations moved over to the Senate at the leadership level. But right now, it really is in kind of a stalled position, Jake. Yeah, it is. Um a few things to to go over here. Number one, the um, Senate Republican, the Senate, frankly, not only Republican, Senate Democrats want to add a study about a new Senate office building. Of course, this is so classic. Super germane to, to the issue at hand. A January six security package, and, Dem- and Senate wants to add a, a completely a completely separate measure. And 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 there are those the Republicans uh, that want to add Pentagon money to, for COVID. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Um, so you know, again, not going very well. If we're gonna if we're gonna um, judge how the security supplemental spending is going, and, and guess what? People need this money. Uh, the capital needs this money. This is money that that both sides are suggesting is absolutely necessary. So, uh, you know, I don't see this wrapping up anytime soon. We got some some curt comments from Rosa Deloro, the chair of the Appropriations Committee, telling us we will know when we know uh, what you will know when you know rather when this security spending bill is up. So. Um, you know, I, I don't see this going anywhere anytime soon. Democrats are probably going to have to move a partisan bill. Um, there could be a further fight over this. Meanwhile, there's still a ton of National Guard troops at the Capitol. All right. The number three story of the day. The big event besides Liz Cheney losing her slot in leadership is that the four congressional leaders are heading to the White House today for a session with President Joe Biden. Uh, This is the first since Biden has been elected. The focus is expected to be on finding common ground on legislative items, including the American Jobs Plan and American Family Plan. Everybody in the room will have a lot at stake. Why don't we just go around the leadership uh, table and and talk a little bit about what each player is facing right now, Jake? Yeah, so let's start with Pelosi. Pelosi needs to... Um you know, she wants to go quickly. She wants to move a bill. She wants to uh, uh, she she doesn't want to wait for Republicans. She's having a after she comes back from the White House, she'll have a a news conference with Peter DeFazio, the the Oregon Democrat who chairs the Transportation Committee. She wants to get this thing through by July 4th. And um, uh, Chuck Schumer is dancing on the head of the pin of a pin, as always. Right. He has everybody from um, uh, Joe Manchin, who probably won't vote for a deal that doesn't include Republicans to um, the, you know, the left wing of the party, which wants something right now and wants a a, a bill, a big, bold bill, uh, big and bold. God, if I hear that phrase again, I hope we leave that <laughs> phrase at the end of this Congress. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he's got the tightest split of them all, 50-50 Senate, where he barely has a majority. Yeah, and then, of course, you have 
Kevin McCarthy, who we've been talking a lot about. He's kind of a non-player here compared to the rest of them. You know, he's in the minority in the House. His interests are never going to be aligned with working with Biden. So, you know, this is going to be a big moment for him because the two haven't spoken. Um, But, you know, don't expect him to be a huge player here. I do think interesting person to watch is going to be Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader. You know, he's kind of shown a little bit of movement on where he would spend, saying he would spend up to $800 billion on infrastructure, although uh, he his red line is no tax increases. So hard to see exactly how those negotiations are going to be fruitful with uh, Democrats and Republicans on the overlying package. But uh, it's certainly going to be interesting to watch a lot of the body language coming into the meeting and out of the meeting, Jake. Yeah, and... I, look, we talk about Joe Biden for a second here. Um, Biden needs to make a decision. Um, Biden needs to figure out if he wants a um, if he wants a deal. If you know, re- Senate Republicans and House Republicans are not going to vote for a tax increase, uh, and they um, they need a bill that's less than a trillion dollars. And uh, it's time for him to make a decision what he wants. Does he want a corporate tax increase? Does he think does he think it's it's an imperative or does he want to deal with Republicans? It's binary. It's binary at this point needs to make a, uh, a decision one way or the other. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.